0: After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't
1: believe I ate that whole thing. Why? Are you in good hands?
2: And now, a word from our sponsors.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. We're here to talk about TV commercials, the good ones the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this.
3: To recap, always send nudes, never send nudes.
1: My name is Andrew Walsh, I'm here with Genevieve Paz. Hey, you couldn't even get through that without laughing.
3: I love Vanessa Bayer so much.
1: Were we supposed to talk about that in today's show? By the way, not your relationship with Vanessa Bayer, but that commercial because I forgot to put it in the show sheet. No,
3: it's fine. Um, I can. What just, is that from? It's a like a really quick uh, little internet ad for Mac and, for a Kraft Mac and Cheese, and she's saying send nudes like noodles, not N-O-O-D-S. nudes like sex.
1: It's not the worst idea, and it was an Instagram ad too, yeah. or I'm sorry, a Twitter ad. So.
3: Well, I mean, I say I just think like in, you know, social media—they're like yeah. super quick. Um, yeah, so I just love Vanessa Bayer and she, it just struck me so funny. Her delivery of send nudes, don't send, send nudes, don't send nudes.
1: I have a huge crush on her.
3: To recap, always send nudes, never send nudes.
1: Uh, have I said who we are? I'm Andrew Walsh or Genevieve Has. We did all that. Yeah. Where are we in the show sheet right now? I think uh, pretty close to the top. Okay, <laughs> so are we getting, right,
3: right up there at the top?
1: Are we getting close to the end yet? Yes. Um, so that's our show, everybody. <laughs> last week on this very podcast, after these messages, I claimed that we really whiffed on something. Yes. The prior episode, you disputed that characterization. Yeah. Um,
3: I don't think to not know something that is. Arguably, not not you know household or totally common knowledge, is to whiff. It's just to not know something.
1: Okay, but can you agree that last week we really, really whiffed on something?
3: <laughs> You're gonna be doing some sort of Family Guy. Wha,
1: oh yeah, what did joke? they do that it's with? A,
3: the, it's a one of the many jokes they've beaten far beyond death. Uh, the the. Wha. The H in a oh, the, in WH right. word. Yeah,
1: the dog does that, I think.
3: I, I think, and the baby.
1: The baby. And the the baby, baby and the dog. Yeah. Do. Well, they have their whole thing going on. Anyway, will you we agree whiffed. that we whiffed? Yes. Okay, last week we did a whole show on commercials uh, that we feel waste the high priced talent that they have. You get some big-name actors and celebrities, and then you don't have the the creative juices to use them effectively. That was the theme last week. We didn't even play the commercial that inspired it. There is a very angry-making commercial that's in high rotation, heavy rotation right now, that uses two very recognizable men from two different franchises puts them together you would think this is a this is going to be the commercial of a generation and it is so bad yeah and i apologize to you in advance i've already talked about this on tbtl That's you right. kind of hate that
3: but we whiffed that one earns if money we, and this we, one doesn't so you know i get podcast, I, I get right, that sometimes yeah. like our our hobby podcast has to take a backseat content wise it is
1: interesting that a podcast about commercials can't get any commercial advertisers anyway we will talk about <laughs> can't
3: or won't
1: <laughs> we will talk about
3: <laughs> can't slash won't
1: <laughs> or haven't tried um <laughs> we will talk about the commercial that we whiffed on and do a little addendum to last week's show about wasted talent also uh segment i don't know can we call it you call that a phone <laughs>
3: That's oh, not a phone. There
1: you go. <laughs> I can't do the accent.
3: Um, Remember the A is like an i, so that's it, not a phone.
1: Um, the, uh, there is a whole host of commercials. You would call it a trend going on right now where people are using objects. They're not telephones as telephones. When yeah. I say a trend, I would say there are two commercials that are doing that right now. And that's yep. enough for me. So I did go back in history and I found some more. Uh, and that's the theme. You call that a phone? People... Being silly and using things that aren't telephones as telephones in TV commercials. We've
3: had way weaker themes on this show.
1: I guarantee you no podcast has ever done that before. (laughs) There's just no way. I know there's a million podcasts talking about a million things, (laughs) but there's no way somebody has done this before, right?
3: I think that's true of a lot of our shows. Yeah,
1: maybe. Um,
3: We take uh, idiosyncrasy to a whole new level.
1: Um, And uh, finally, we will check in with you guys, the ad council. And I got to say, we have an email from an ad counselor who has the same exact damn complaint that I have with a commercial that's also in heavy rotation right now. And it makes me so mad. You've heard me yell at the TV. That's why I
3: put it in the... In the ad council. And we
1: got an ad counselor. Who's, it was actually uh, a Facebook post. Who's yelling as well. So anyway, before uh, we get into all that, let's let's start with the big whiff. We're not even <laughs> in the new show yet. We're still, this is, pretend that this is last week's show, okay? We're talking about commercials that waste high price, presumably high priced talent. And what is the original commercial that you and I were shouting at that launched this, uh, this million ships?
3: Yes. Um. Mark Hamill and Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart, you have to say it or he sues you, mm-hmm. um, made the news uh, last week because they, uh, you know, one, the the face of the Star Wars franchise, the other, the face of um, the Star Trek franchise, um, were in an ad together facing off literally in sort of some, some sort of combat. And I was excited. I'm a, fan, a big fan of Star Trek, um, you know, middling fan of star wars and i was like oh this will be really fun like two two talents two two people that i'm excited to see something funny to say about their like respective places in Star, you know in sci-fi canon and lore and it was such a letdown and that's what made me turn to you and say like Mm -hmm. i think that celebrities get misused all the time in ads
1: because you feel like you know, you got nerd culture has been huge yes. for the past twenty years. I mean, it is the culture. Now. Now. It is the culture, and I'm sure so many people tried in the past to get the the two you know heads of these franchises. Yeah, and now I mean, there is a chance that um, now would
3: it have been better with Shatner?
1: Yeah, that's thank you, Shatner's. Who I was trying to think of there. That's an interesting take on it. But at this point, Shatner's. Kind of such a parody of himself yes. that I actually think choosing uh, Patrick Stewart, who's got, you know, they he's got his own show, uh, Picard now, right? Yeah,
3: Peace I think, is, you know, with all due respect to Bill Shatner, I think Peace is more beloved. Uh, Than him. Peace
1: stew. Oh, I d- didn't follow you for a second. Yeah. I didn't know that that's what we call him. I think he's sometimes Sir called piece that. Sir Stew. Sir It sounds like a food. Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: Cold Peace Stew. <laughs>
1: um, but no, I. So I'll say I agree with getting Patrick Stewart because, yeah, um, it's just better than it would have been with Shatner. Yeah. It was just Shatner would have overdone it. He's already a parody of himself, like you said, so, like, whatever. But this commercial just makes no sense. So, I'm going to play a couple of versions here. This first one is the one that probably most people have seen. It's the only one that I had seen before today. Um, and it's the 32nd version. And again, we just described this on TVTL. So, we haven't even like, said
3: what product is for, it's for Uber Eats. Oh
1: yes, for Uber Eats. It's a very forgettable that it's even for Uber Eats. Yeah. And um, you see a big wide shot of a big, empty, kind of warehousey building. Luke describes it as the place in a movie where somebody's tied I up I do draw a chair. the line
3: at just quoting your experience. You don't like TVTL. that. I thought it was a
1: good way of describing it. If you haven't seen this though, it's like kind of a darkened warehouse thing <laughs> with like light coming in through the windows. And uh, uh, again, I'll just quote it one more time. Like Luke says, this is the type of place where you would see somebody tied up in a chair. And a bad guy is going to start punching him in the face to yeah, get information, right? it feels right?
3: industrial and grim. And
1: grim and wet.
3: And <laughs> Wet.
1: There's big puddles on the floor. And we see Mark Hamill enter from, uh, like, the left side of the screen. And he's holding a baseball bat, right? And he says something menacing. Or, no, what he says is what he's going to have for dinner tonight. But he says it in this menacing voice. <laughs> right. And then Sir Patrick Stewart comes in from the right hand of the screen and he says what he's gonna have for dinner tonight in a menacing voice as well he's carrying a cricket bat for a reason that nobody has an answer for at all yeah other than i guess hamill's carrying a baseball bat so the british guy stew is yeah. british he's cares a carries a cricket bat but it's never acknowledged and it's not it's not a star wars or a star trek reference at all they're not like carrying a lightsaber and a phaser gun phaser a phaser you just say phaser we just say well hey mr manager we just say phaser um so anyway well i'll i'll let it play from there and we might have to pause it but this is just a 30
0: tonight i'll be eating a veggie cheeseburger on ciabatta no tomatoes tonight I'll be eating four cheese tortellini with extra tomatoes.
1: So So I guess part of the joke there is that we say tomato and tomato differently. So that's maybe part of like a, that's part of this simmering feud between these two And one of them
3: likes tomatoes and one of them doesn't eat nightshades, I guess.
1: Yeah, so anyway, I like that they're
3: both vegetarians. That's Yeah, that's kind of... I mean, I don't know if they're both vegetarians, but they both ordered... Wait, I thought
1: Hamill ordered a hamburger. No?
3: I I thought he said a veggie burger. Go back. Oh,
1: God. Boy, I really lost a lot of credibility right there, didn't I? Tonight, I'll be
0: eating a veggie cheeseburger right. and ciabatta. No tomatoes. Tonight, I'll be eating four cheese tortellini with extra tomatoes. So it's come to this. Thank you. Bravo.
1: Suddenly, we just see two hands um, come in from off screen, and they drop down two Uber Eats bags, one for each of these fellas.
0: Careful, daddy Daddy's not here to save you. Oh, I am my daddy.
1: Wait, what? What are you talking about? So he just kind of realizes that whatever he said at the end doesn't make sense. And I guess the joke is that he confused himself, but the problem is. None of it makes sense. It's not like it's all even coherent. What, and then even at the what
3: Stuart says, I guess, is a what does that mean? I guess it's an illusion. And maybe there's a Star Wars fan out there who's like tearing their hair out as I say this. But I, I mean, I assume it's some sort of Darth Vader illusion.
1: Yeah, that's a Darth, but it doesn't. But I don't Daddy really doesn't. But Darth Vader doesn't say. Well, well, I, mean, I guess he pushes he the does. old guy. He does. Yeah,
3: it's, he's called the Emperor. Okay. and he throws him down the big hole. Moon I don't know. Door. They call the moon. Door. Don't at me about whatever that big hole is. Um, but yeah, so he does. He to make him fly, he throws mommy. Throws him down the moon door. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, in a, in a, you know, yes, there is a point at the climactic moment in um, in Return of the Jedi, Darth Vader switches sides and he saves him. Um, but. That seems but like careful,
1: a careful Hamill. like, what are you guys arguing about it? Just doesn't a, make
3: any sense at Why all. are they? why I, I mean, I guess are they? I think it's I, I think it makes sense to me in sort of intuitively that they are in conflict because I think that they're what's funny about a conflict between these two actors, and he calls them Hamill, right. So it's mm-hmm. not like they're not playing their characters. It's funny to imagine that uh, the head of the or the face of the Star Wars franchise is in conflict with the face of the Star Trek franchise. And I think that's kind of a funny idea that you could play with like I think you know making fun of each other's respective fan bases and there's you know the specific nerdery associated with each other's fan bases or the you know rabidity of each other's uh fan bases would be kind of funny like there's so many funny I feel like give me an you know an afternoon in a writer's room and I can come up with Twenty-five jokes that are better than whatever this is, and I am not a comedic writer.
1: Here, you well, here I'm gonna. I I have doctor doctored this. I have a version. Excellent. Uh, it is nothing like this, but if you have these two talents, maybe something that would be funny. Mm-hmm. And, and again, based on Luke's idea that maybe it would be funnier to actually make them friends. Yeah, another good idea. So anyway, but I I have something riffing on that. I did see that there was a, looked like slightly longer version uh, circling the internet. And I thought for sure if I watched it, it would explain everything. Yeah,
3: because sometimes it is the longer version where you get what they were, what the whole narrative is Mm -hmm. about.
1: And sometimes those are just on Hulu or or it's premiered on like one time during the NBA finals or something. And then they cut it down and we... That was one of the first things we ever talked about on the show, actually, was um, ruining commercials by cutting them down too much in oh, a way yeah. that they don't work. Um, anyway, this doesn't do that. This is just <laughs> slightly longer, and I think there's some copy changes. You hear Mark Hamill refer to him as Stewart, which I don't think we just heard. I think they, they add, and then after the quote-unquote joke at the end, they, they kind of extend that joke a little bit more here. I'll start it a few seconds in. No tomatoes. I'm already getting sick of hearing this.
0: Tonight, I'll be eating four cheese tortellini here with extra tomatoes. Stuart. So it's come to the... Thank you.
1: Bravo. Okay, I'm going to pause it there for a second. So, so far, the only difference is he says Stuart, which I don't think was in the original, or the one we just watched.
0: Careful, Hamel. Daddy's not here to save you. Oh, I am my daddy. Come again? Wait, what? You said, "Daddy's not here to save you." What are you talking about?
1: I'm not sure I got that right. So, it's just an extension of the same joke. It doesn't explain anything. It just has a little bit more time to it. Yeah. And it's like and they they stretch it, they stretch out some of the dramatic pauses a little bit more.
3: Yeah, it's so baffling. It's so
1: baffling and so bad. So now there are two more. And you said you've seen these in the wild, right? Now a couple of quick 15-seconders. They're in the same warehouse, um, but now they're playing games. This first one is uh, air hockey. And this goes by fast. It's like 15 seconds of them playing air hockey, right? Right. Okay. Tonight, I'll be eating roasted cauliflower tacos with
0: spicy chipotle sauce. Thank you.
2: Oh, I wasn't ready.
0: You want cheese to go with that wine?
1: That was it. So while the Uber Eats was arriving for Mark Hamill, Stewart scores on him in air hockey.
3: Right. And then delivers the one of the most tired burns mm-hmm. on planet Earth.
1: So again, it just doesn't seem great to me. The creative agency on this, by the way, is an Australian firm. Uh, I looked it up the other day. I, I don't have it in front of me right now. But it's not somebody that we've talked about before. I was even trying hard to figure out, like, is this a cultural thing? Like, you know what right. I mean? Like, would this play better in <laughs> Australia? Like, I don't know. Like, do giant spiders think this, this is more is funny? of a southern hemisphere <laughs> yeah.
3: commercial. All
1: right. So uh, here's the same basic situation, same scene only instead of air hockey. Now they're playing that game Connect Four.
0: Oh, right. Tonight, I'll be eating chicken tikka masala with garlic naan. Cheers. I win again, Patrick.
1: That's Sir Patrick.
0: <laughs> Sir.
1: I kind of like Mark Hamill making fun of that one is sir. the That's only one funny. that does
3: it for me at all. But
1: still, the pre like the premise just makes no sense at all. It's just so dumb and bad. Here, do you want do you want my version of what what you could have done with these two talents? <laughs> yes. Okay. Here's here's my thing. Should I get the Doctor Doctor song? Is it in my? Yeah. Here it is, right here. I think that we this calls for it.
3: <laughs>
0: doctor, Doctor, what should I do? Tell me. Doctor, doctor, what should I do? What should
3: I do? What should I do?
1: Okay, here's what you should do to save this commercial, doctor, doctor. Um, make them secret friends. My idea was, how about they're both at their own Comic Cons mm-hmm. and they're kind of snidely talking about each other? You're just
3: you're start you're. T- tearing this thing down I'm to tearing, the studs.
1: Tearing it down. You all I'm starting with a premise of we just paid <laughs> a lot of money for these two right. guys. What would be a funny premise? Now and again, this isn't what I'm gonna say is not going to be mind blowing. It's not like some genius idea. I'm just saying <laughs> it's something I came with on the fly while talking to my friend and it's better. I, I think it's better. You tell me. Have them maybe both be at uh, speaking at comic conventions. Sure. You, maybe you think that they're different conventions, right? And um, they're kind of. And I think you could be funny and creative and not specifically calling out anything that is kind of trademark or yeah, copyright I think we of have the, have the to other ass- to. I think we have to
3: play within the space of assuming that you cannot use anything that is overtly trademarked.
1: Right, but maybe you have kind of Hamill kind of saying, well, you know, in my universe, we can't just appear somewhere. Right, Right? Or or dematerialize, or I I don't know that terminology, I'll probably need to hire some consultants <laughs> yeah. on what actually happens in Star Trek. And then, you know, maybe Sir Patrick Stewart is saying something like, yeah, we don't need glowing swords where we go or right. something like that. And then um, and then you see them both, like, kind of walk no off.
3: space religion.
1: They walk off their, their daises and then you see that backstage in the green room, they're actually really good friends and they have a whole bunch of delicious Uber Eats food waiting for them and, like, really the joke is kind of on the fans who yeah. are Creating this false tension between them right i like
3: that idea it's I think not that's
1: the worst it's not the best but it's not the worst no i think
3: that's such a nice idea also because don't i think do, it gets to an idea where, and then they share you. a meal yes which i think is you know covid and whatnot aside like the idea of sharing a meal and each getting to have what you want but still being able to share a meal i think is really human and some like what is the sense what is the logic of combining uber eats with a sort of adversarial tone like Mm -hmm. it's there's no there's no logical connection there you know it's not a product that relies on a rivalry to be successful i agree so i think that's great like i mean i think there i think the the rival, i think acknowledging in some way as i think this tries to do that there is a uh, a rivalry between the two franchises is is interesting. And I think mm-hmm. it's like smart to play on that in some way, mm-hmm. whether it's like making fun, sort of teasing the fans or teasing each other. But it's, what they've done with it is just such a waste.
1: I do think that they probably had the contracts. I mean, maybe this isn't the way it works. Maybe you don't get the talents until they've already seen the script. But uh, I do believe that, This particular setting for this commercial is highly influenced by COVID times. That's why they're in this giant open warehouse. That's possible. They're very separated on the screen, and I think that I think it's a social distancing thing. If
3: that's the case, then that's another limiting factor for sure. But I, but it doesn't excuse the terrible writing. Yeah,
1: it's really bad. Okay, that. was. So I whiffed. we all whiffed because I did totally forget that that
3: was the whole inspiration for that whole. And we double
1: whiffed because we actually said that. during last week's show we said that the inspiration was the um, was the commercial with uh, uh, Carlton oh yeah well inspiration is everywhere yeah Um, okay so that was last week's show that is wrapping up the end of last week's show now (laughs) we're ready to begin this week's show Now, one thing that New Edition doesn't explore in this song, Mr. Telephone Man, is maybe their telephone isn't working because it's not actually a telephone. Yeah. Maybe it's a seashell or maybe it's a coconut. And that's why (laughs) they're not hearing anything back from their baby, because that's what we're going to talk about uh, here today. Um, I told you there are two commercials running right now that made me think, oh, brilliant idea for a show people using things that aren't phones as phones in commercials it was a lot harder i don't think it's fair for you to
3: dunk on yourself for this i did a whole show about owls
1: but then you found so many examples the seo is so difficult (laughs) like i i spent i like it led me down these weird roads because i'm like well i know that don adams from get smart You know, in his character as (laughs) Maxwell Smart, he had a a shoe phone, right? So I'm like, I know that there must be a commercial. We actually played a kind of a commercial. Uh, it was some sort of a sponsored show from back in the 60s where he did use his, his shoe phone. Yes, we I that. We talked recall about that a that. long time ago, but I thought for sure there'll be a million Maxwell Smart type of ads where he's talking to a shoe. Couldn't find any of those. I mean, if you went through my search history right now, you'd be like, why is this man obsessed with finding a commercial where somebody uses a banana as a phone? That doesn't <laughs> seem like a really high bar. I couldn't find one banana phone commercial. That's strange. Like a real banana phone commercial. I found like parodies, a lot of high school students making sure. like iPhone commercials using maybe bananas. It's, maybe what? it's
3: such low-hanging fruit, uh, if you will, that even that no professional advertiser would go for it. I
1: just think it's a hard thing. Like, it's not going to be the main thing. Right. I just it, the search results just were tough. But I found to myself in some weird um, weird uh, places that I found sorry, I'm just going to tell you all this stuff we're not going to play but <laughs> I got excited. I almost sent you this one. I found a commercial for um I think it was like Pregu or Regu or Prego. Is that what it is, Prego? It's Ragu and Prego. Rag- ragu and Prego. It might have been one of those, and there's like a family uh, having dinner together, and the food is so good that the teenage girl puts her phone down during dinner, doesn't even pay attention to it anymore. And guess who that actress is? Oh, who? I don't know her name, but she plays. <laughs> well,
3: that was a great story. <laughs> she, Moving on.
1: She plays Paige on The Americans.
3: Oh yeah, and I was like, that seemed like something you could have looked (laughs) at. Yeah,
1: I didn't think I was going to be talking about that. That's what ended up on the uh, editing room floor. Um, But let's talk about the commercials that uh, inspired this ridiculous uh, segment. Um, Her
3: name is Holly Taylor. Oh, cool. She looks like a Holly. That's
1: cool. She's a great actress, by the way. I mean, she was fine in the commercial, but she's great in The Americans, especially for a younger actor. And I I really want to see her in more stuff. Also, if you haven't watched The Americans, please. Yeah. Watch it. Um, Okay, so this first commercial that I want to talk about uh, stars none other than Snoop Doggy Dog. uh, And it's for the beer company Corona. Usually this is the part of the show where I would describe what's going to happen in this commercial. But sometimes Genevieve, the official description just.
3: Yeah, sometimes the experts get it right.
1: Just really says it all. So this uh, stars Snoop Dogg and um, the musician Bad Bunny. And uh, this is the official description. Snoop Dogg is strolling alongside the ocean and enjoying a Corona Extra when a seashell on the beach begins ringing like a telephone. (laughs) The musical art <laughs> this is so good. The musical artist picks up the conch and scolds the caller. For- <laughs> this is wonderful. <laughs> it's so good. The musical artist picks up the conch and scolds the caller for interrupting his tropical vacation, unaware that Bad Bunny is on the other end of the line. Snoop asks where his player friend is and Bad Bunny corrects his pronunciation to reveal that he's also at the playa, calling from his own mobile shell.
3: I feel like they did miss a trick by not explaining parenthetically that Bad Bunny is also on a beach, and that playa is the Spanish word for beach.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think most people. Let's give the viewer credit that most people know what playa is, right? Is that true? May, maybe not, but that is the um, that is the uh, the kind of point of this uh, commercial. Source. Yeah,
3: I mean, they assume the, the the commercial assumes you know that. I guess that's
1: right. Yeah, and Bad Bunny is a, a Puerto Rican musician, and um, so this begins as as was described with Snoop Dogg walking down the beach. No. I,
3: strolling alongside the ocean and enjoying a Corona Extra. <laughs> Say,
0: baby, look, let me tell you something. See, first thing, you can't be calling on my shelf. phone. Second thing is you can't be-
2: No, 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 baby, it's me, my bunny. Bad bunny? Where you at, player? No, no, he's not player, it's playa. <laughs> I'm from
1: Long Beach, player. I know the playa. <laughs> anyway, how you living, bunny? And this is part, I think this is interesting. This is part of Corona's uh, new campaign, La Vida Mas Fina, which is the fine life. And I think they have uh, something on their bottles that is like, um, uh, how, how do you say beer in Spanish? Cer- Cerveza. Cerveza, um, and so I think it says something like the fine beer on the bottles. So, but it's actually um, in Spanish. According to the press release, the campaign tagline is intentionally in Spanish, symbolizing the heightened recognition of Corona's heritage and the growing Hispanic population in the United States. So that's kind of interesting. I think yes. kind of bringing that in. And it's I'm not- digging
3: this. I'm wondering if they're if they are getting some some of their action. Uh, beaten by Modelo
1: That's what I was thinking Because Modelo's yeah. really Leaning hard, into The Mexican-American for Experience yeah, for the Latino the experience. experience Yeah, yeah. Um, So anyway That's that's really uh, Interesting I'm digging this I, I really like it I think they're I really both like charming this too. in this. I
3: think they're both Really charming in it I mean Snoop is a, An old pro An old yeah. hand at, at commercials He's been in Eight gajillion of them Yeah um, And so he always knows How to like bring it I think Bad Bunny Did a nice job Like he You know it's a little hard to understand him and if you're not a spanish speaker it's, yeah i'm not it's, sure what he said at the I'm very end i'm not sure end. what he said at the very yeah. end um i'm learning french on duolingo not spanish but um but i mean he's she but, means
1: babble.com use the code GBTL.
3: <laughs> but his charisma comes through <laughs> yeah definitely. and, and even i and heard, he's got such a look he he's got such, such a, a look vibe, yeah. yeah so i just think like this is totally working for me
1: so there you go not cell phones but shell phones. Yes. What a world. Okay, now <laughs> in this one, very different setting, this is I do
3: want to note that Bad Bunny is talking on a shell, but it's like a clam shell. Yes,
1: yeah, a different kind of shell. So Snoops on a conch mm-hmm. and he's on some sort of a bivalve. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's- <laughs> um, okay, so this other commercial, complete opposite setting, but still going for the same vibe, sort of, or the same point, uh, that a beverage or snack can make you feel like you're on the playa. Because here is an Almond Joy commercial. We see a uh, man in a, you know some sort of an office situation, Cube just cubicle farm. farm you yeah. know, again, not especially dreary. Not Joe versus the volcano dreary, which I'm glad I throw that out there because obviously everybody's <laughs> seen that movie. It's a perfect it's, cultural it's reference. A pretty it's a pretty current reference. Yeah, absolutely current and just like, you know, universal. But anyway, so but this guy... You know, it's a
3: little office spacey. It's just like
1: office spacey. This guy doesn't look like, he, like he's loving life, whatever. Um, but he's doing his work at his desk. And then uh, it sounds like a phone rings, but really... He picks up a half a coconut that's sitting on his desk, yeah. and he put. What am I even doing here? Hold on, let's get the official description. <laughs> it's a boring day at the office until this guy's. <laughs> this is written by Teo, somebody very time different. Time out.
3: This guy. How coconut. do I get the job at iSpot <laughs> Because they clearly of, dis- will- of writing the descriptions of these these ads because it's the only job i want to do from now on also, every other job feels horrible to me
1: it's clearly like different writers and they really let your own writer's I voice know. fly
3: it's such creative that writing. other one
1: was like so like kind of stilted and, and bit by bit this one is it's a boring day at the <laughs> office until this guy's, this coconut, guy's phone coconut phone rings the man on the other end happily declares Almond Joy is tropical calling and feeds the office worker in Almond Joy through the phone. We see a candy bar kind of start coming up through the um, half coconut. Um, his co-worker, wanting to join him, uh, wanting to join in on the fun, mimes being on the phone herself and mouths call me as she watches him take a bite. Okay, is that clear what's going to happen here?
3: Crystal. <laughs> Hello.
0: Hello there. Almond joy is tropicaly. When you need a taste of vacation, pick up.
1: Okay, I missed uh, something really important there. It's not just a candy bar that comes <laughs> through the coconut. It's a it's a human hand with a candy bar, kind of like the Adams family yes, sort of style. Thing. Only we never see the end of it. We assume it's not severed, and it feeds him the almond joy, which is kind of creepy.
3: Yes. Um, it's a little creepy, but also I really enjoy that ad and I think it really it, it the the punchline is the um, the office worker who's like, she's like kind of like, she's like kind of cute, you know? Mm-hmm. She's like kind of got a little... She's little, office cute. She's office cute. Very, yeah, App description. She's office cute. And her like sort of flirty call, like miming call me mm-hmm. to him is I think a nice like little flourish on the end
1: and it's short but it's funny because she doesn't do the traditional how am i going to describe this she doesn't do the traditional hand to your face phone with thumb in the ear pinky in front of the mouth Mm -hmm. she mimics holding Holding a coconut (laughs) coconut phone to her ear which and says which i think is pretty funny she wants to get a candy bar that's right um Okay, so that's the trend. That's what's going on on TV right now. Then I looked back in time a little bit uh, to find other commercials that employ something similar. I found this commercial for Royal Caribbean. Noticing kind of a trend here with the first three? This, yes, again is very like, beachy. Very beachy. And again, using shells. In fact, conch shells as telephones. This one, though, doesn't... They
3: are nature's telephones.
1: <laughs> that's what they say. Uh Pretzels are nature's toothbrush. <laughs> I can never remember. I've been saying that for years. Is that something that your friend Becky made up or is that something that I made up? No, I don't Playing rem- a game that she came up with. Yeah,
3: well, she came up with this idea of like making up um things that sound like old like uh, like truisms or sayings yeah. um and so we got really into like propose. This was something she did with her she had with like a game she played with her ex-boyfriend and we got wind of this game and so we were always Sending her ideas to try to like horn in on this game, basically. And one of us, one of the four of us, came up with the idea of uh, pretzels are nature's toothbrush. I
1: feel like that was me, but I guess we'll never know. And I'm a liar and my memory is terrible. But I think about that. We came up with that. Oh,
3: Close to 20 years ago Yeah, exactly.
1: More than 15 years ago. But every now and then I'll just think it. Pretzels, nature's toothbrush. And I think it's funny, and I know I'm saying this about my own joke. I think it's funny because nothing I'm not convinced it was your joke. Okay, but they're not nature. I
3: mean, it's just so great. They're also not toothbrushes.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Okay, so in this one, though, we don't... It doesn't take place on a beach. It actually takes place... uh, it, on a bunch of city streets and it's really, you know, trying to emphasize you, you can always tell, again, this is for Royal Caribbean um, ship, ship lines, cruise lines, I couldn't think of the word cruise, good <laughs> lord let me slow down for a second when you're trying to sell a vacation, often you will show a bunch of people not on vacation to sort of emphasize the hustle bustle of city life, right? So the, you see buses going by, and it's a, it's a montage of people who are in the city somewhere, and they walk by a conch shell, and the conch shell rings. And then oh, people from all different walks of life, adults, children, are picking up conch shells and saying hello, and the sea, the ocean, is on the other end calling these people literally
3: hello hi this is the sea calling this
1: has like almost a um candid camera or a prank show vibe as right, all like these people p- are like picking up these seashells and they're supposed to be like real people not actors
3: yeah I don't think they are but I don't
1: think so either but it's kind of but it's that it's
3: meant to imply that they're like walking down the street and suddenly they see a conch shell ringing and they pick it up
1: yeah, and it's all like very verite. Did
3: you know that's the same conch shell that uh, they that starred in the Snoop ad? Really? Yeah. It's been preserved because how old? Do you Well, think it just this has a really actually? good agent.
1: Uh, it looks like this was uh, posted to YouTube in 2012, so it's no newer than that, and it actually looks like it's probably from that era.
0: I'm talking to the sea. Is this for real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's what? what, a, what, a, what a, When's the last time you visited me? A long time ago. I want to visit you, I miss you. I miss you too. I want you to close your eyes and imagine you're out in the middle of me. The traffic noise, not there. The gentle sound of me puts you at ease. You can get a massage.
2: Uh, You can go to amazing restaurants. Yeah. Surfing, zipline zip line high above me. Can I go now? Sure. (laughs) And we'll talk when I get there? Yes, we'll talk when you get here. (laughs)
1: The sea is calling. It says at the end, and then you see one of their giant cruise ships,
3: one of their floating skyscrapers. I'll <clears throat> um, do respect to people who like cruises. I just am a little bit anti-cruise, as I've probably made clear before, um, and that's just my own my own cruise bigotry, uh, rearing um, its ugly head.
1: Sound mix terrible by the end. Yeah, they just real keep bad. cranking up that music, and I don't care lost for the sea. Uh, the sea. C- I love the
3: sea. The thing, the real life see I don't care for the sea, the character,
1: no, the shell. Like join, don't you want to be out in the middle of me? Is a very cringy line for me. Like yeah. I don't like that at all. Uh, it also gets a little kind of orgasmic near the end. Some yes. of these people, and also some of these people are children. A lot of the these end, people are children. Like we see a woman like laying on a rock in the middle of the city, but it's like some. I don't think it's a monument. It's like some sort of big <laughs> slab. I don't know a, what it is. Unimportant. But monument. she's like laying back with her head. Back and her hair flowing right, the, off this rock.
3: This giggly sea voice has like inspired her to sort of like bliss out in the middle of you know Times Square or whatever. It's,
1: it definitely has a phone sex vibe. It does. Yeah. There's something
3: about the C's voice that I find um, very cloying and a little inappropriate.
1: Yeah. Somehow Snoop Dogg's commercial was not as sexy as the Royal Caribbean commercial <laughs> with the C. <laughs> On the phone. I didn't see that coming on. Well,
3: you never know.
1: Um, I guess Snoop Dogg isn't really like a sex symbol. So Yeah, I wouldn't that say that, that his brand really that hinges
3: great. on sexiness.
1: Um, okay, now these commercials get a little sexy. I don't know if this first one does, but I did not know about this. This was a pretty vast. Uh, campaign. for oh, you don't Pro- remember this campaign? Progresso Soup. No, do you remember these? Very well, yeah. Yeah, I was texting you and our, our friends about it uh, today because I, I I can't remember why, um, but uh, that's, that's what happens when you're friends with me. I send you old Progresso <laughs> commercials. That's right. Or you send them to me. Um, anyway, in this entire campaign, the conceit is that there's a Progresso kitchen somewhere where you have a bunch of chefs making Progresso Soup. Um, and hanging from the ceiling are all these empty cans of Progresso, you know, like old-fashioned tin can telephones, right? Right. And the commercials always begin with somebody in their kitchen or dining room, and they have their own Progresso soup tin can with a string coming yeah, out of it. Yeah, they're somehow attached and to the other end of line. one of these. Yeah. Did you
3: ever do that tin can and a string phone? I feel like
1: I might have tried as a kid, but never successfully, just like this is something that silly kids do.
3: Well, here's a here's a here's the here's the scoop on that. That scientific technology. Your parents probably don't have a string long enough that you can't just hear the, what the other person is saying yeah. with your regular ears. So it seemed like I mean, I do think like a wax string
1: it pulled really taut. Pulled probably. taut. Like,
3: did probably transmit it a little bit. It was kind of like an interesting experiment. Way, but also, way like, back in I could day, hear yeah. my sister just like through the air. Yeah,
1: exactly. And also, you could just probably put the phone down and just talk face to face.
3: Well, but it was fun to do little experiments. Right. Did you do um, little sciencey stuff like that when you were a kid? Like, you know, using soap to you know clear like to to move something through the water like move oil across the water or whatever i did
1: that i think the most science i got was i would put um or one time i put celery stalks in glasses of water with food coloring. Yeah, to watch that, stuff that one's fun. Up. Love that. Yeah, see, we can we can bond over this stuff. Um, anyway, so back to Progresso Soup. In this first one, we see a, a woman in her kitchen, and I believe she's standing over the stove, uh, heating up the soup, and then she picks up her Progresso tin can phone. Ring,
0: ring, 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 ring. Progresso. We have a bit of a bad connection. Oh, hang on. Is that better? Much better. We love your Weight Watchers and soups, but my husband looks the way he did 20 years ago.
3: Well, well, that's great. But he's wearing the clothes he wore 20 years ago, too. Oh. I know the neighbors are talking about him. I'm, I'm sorry, can you hang on? My, my other can's
1: ringing. Please hurry back.
2: Progresso. Hey, can you tell my wife to relax and enjoy the view?
3: <laughs> that's a great line. I, remember this I should one. use that
1: for the top of the show. We see her husband, who looks good, right? In fact, like... I'll the, tell
3: you what, I'm actually really into that. The this.
1: style is not so bad now. I don't know when these came out This was posted in 2009 So it was 2009 or I'm earlier I am into his whole
3: steez, honestly He actually
1: looks like A European soccer player uh, With kind of an 80s vibe Yeah and I bright mean Bright yellow shirt look, Bright green like, pants He's not like
3: He's not an amazingly Put together man or anything You know like He's in fine shape, but he's not like super cut or anything. I, but no, but I
1: would trade bodies with him in a. But he's got second. a full head of hair. Full head of hair. Looks young. He. he, he yeah. I it's mean, mostly
3: the fact that he's leaning backwards against the door frame, and he's got one leg propped up like he's being extra cute. And you know, I hate to
1: say it, this, woman. You know,
3: I know. She honestly, it. she should. And like, yeah, that's I'm, very I'm not mean to, of me. Like, yeah, but I'm not you trying know. to body shame anybody. But like, he lady. Take pause. Yeah. Hit pause there. Appreciate what you got. Absolutely.
2: Hey, can you tell my wife to relax and enjoy the view?
1: It's him. <laughs> I like the acting in these um, I do too. they're they're um good. I think the woman who whispers the you know the chef who says it's him uh really delivers that that final line here's a here's a really flirty one in fact, I think it's even called phone flirt and in this one, um we uh have a woman now it looks like Judy Greer, but yeah. I think it's not Judy Greer. I think
3: she'd be too uh young for to be this woman and from then. But it, it's got sort of that type, like a sort of a um, very slender uh, white woman with kind of blonde hair piled high on her head.
1: And she's wearing like a satin robe. She's at home in her kitchen, uh, standing over the kitchen island.
0: Bing, wing. Bing, wing. I reached my wake goal thanks to you, so I am ready to... Get back out there.
1: <laughs> All right, that's great. Congratulations. Well, no, it's
0: pretty easy with the soups you make. I want to thank you for 100-calorie hearty chicken rotini. Well, <laughs> not just me. Humble. I like that.
2: Okay, thanks.
0: <laughs> You're so funny.
3: <laughs> I like you. I... I She's really ready to get back out
1: there Very good performance Very, not just She doesn't just look like Judy Greer It's a a Greer-esque performance, I think With the kind of explosive She's trying to be sexy, but then like Goes into the somewhat guffawing laughter Right,
3: the the sexiness has a sort of like um,
1: Edge to it it. Right, yeah Yeah.
3: Um, No, I think those are great I didn't realize, looking back I I remember these ads, but it had It had gone from my memory that they're mostly about weight loss so that that does explain why um uh, british soccer player guy dad is like in pretty you know he's like pretty slender
1: yes and um and and i believe his wife even says like you know he's he's lost a lot of weight and there's literally fine print on these commercials that say like as part of a low calorie nutritious diet or something because it's so funny to see and i listen i'm not judging anybody like i I think I had a dinner of sausage and noodles around 1 o'clock last oh, night. I'm, so I'm whatever. like, yeah, no, I'm but it's fun- not
3: in a position to cast any stones. But it's funny, I can't barely even pick up any stones.
1: But it's funny to see them, like, stirring up this just chicken noodle soup with, like, huge chunks of noodles in there yeah. and say that they lost a lot of weight. It's this, was, like, this was so, pre-Atkins. Yes, exactly, yeah. pre, like, kind of carb obsession. And I think about myself, like, growing up, I mean – there were so many things that I thought I think some of it even came from my parents which is actually kind of sad to think about but like we thought oh yeah eating crackers is a nice light snack and well, it's like, like, well I would misconception. shove so many crackers yeah. in my face. There was no a misconception
3: wonder. in the 80s that fat was the enemy yeah. and now we know I guess that it's sugars and carbs that are the enemy Mm -hmm. to the extent that any food is intrinsically bad for you.
1: And my family would probably lean more towards eating tons of greasy, meaty foods or whatever. So if I'm just like pounding a bag of oyster crackers (laughs) uh, and like two large things of Gatorade after football practice and be like, why can't I lose weight? That might (laughs) have something to do with it. It's all carbs and (laughs) sugars. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Let me play one more for you. This one, um, I believe a a woman is in her cubicle. And actually, I have questions about what's going on here, whether or not she was really proposed to or if a co-worker just offered to give her some of his wedding soup. Ring, 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 ring. Congresso. This
0: guy in my office just asked me to marry him. Oh, congratulations. He, really, he didn't actually ask me to marry oh. him yet, but he did give me a bowl of soup.
2: Your Italian wedding,
0: you see what I'm saying?
2: wedding. Yeah, it's our reduced sodium soup.
0: Yeah, reduced sodium. So that means he wants me to live in an arms forever. This is so crazy. This is crazy? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. But it's like a good crazy. Yeah, no, it's good. It's- Listen. <laughs> Did you hear that? You sound
2: like a girl in love. Do
0: you want to hear my baby names?
2: Yeah, actually,
1: I've got a few minutes. Adam and <laughs> And then he just lets go of the phone and walks away as she starts listing the baby names. Like good, like I, good comedy chops,
3: right? Like It feels a little like a little mean to the to like baby crazy mm-hmm. delusional lady. Yeah. You know? Or,
1: or like, yeah, love love hungry. And yeah.
3: like why did her co worker give her a bowl of soup at work? That does
1: seem weird. No, Maybe it was that, Ted Cruz. Isn't he I, a big I, like hungry man? <laughs> <laughs> Su- Would that be amazing if Ted Cruz walked through the frame? The Blob
3: Monster. Um, I, you know, but I think that the performance of the guy of the the chef who's like, I got a few minutes and then just like lets the can go and walks away. He gave me a real Matt Walsh vibe. I thought it might <laughs> literally be literally my
1: last point on that is yeah. I I don't think it's Matt Walsh though because no, he's, he's just, a little too old. He's too old. He has even less of a chin. There's just things that are different, but like. His
3: Matt Walsh famously a Veep, Man Bites Dog. Right.
1: Um, yeah, what do you think is the most – yeah, probably Veep he's yeah, most famous for at this point. But, um, yeah, this guy's totally got a Matt Walsh vibe. Um, okay, the last two commercials I have here are not really examples of people using things that aren't phones as phones. <laughs> These are commercials for real phones – that look like things that aren't phones.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you, were, you were right. It was our best, best show idea. <laughs>
1: I was out of the one. And so I moved to the next one, which I think that along with the Wendy's Where's the Beef commercials, this next commercial is one of the most iconic commercials from my youth. Sure. It's the Sports Illustrated football phone commercials. And I see that um, this... Uh, commercial I have here is two minutes long and that's how I remember these things being it would yeah be like, kind of interminable yes they would air like you know midday honey UHS. you'll never guess what I'm calling you from exactly <laughs> and, and I
3: by the way I didn't preview this it's all the pieces. Pe- I just is, remember it's kind it. of like
1: the conch shell yeah. thing you know it's a it's a montage of people being presented in wherever they are like when a man on the street And it was style. like your
3: gift if you ordered sports illustrated right yep. plus don't forget the swimsuit issue
1: Right, you get the swimsuit issue And you get a football phone This says this is the Christmas edition uh, And that it aired in 1991 That's according to YouTube But that pretty much scans for me By the this way, I want to see
3: this whole thing So please do not yeah. cut it off early This
1: would have been late uh, 80s, early 90s And if this is to be believed This particular one was 1991
3: Buying Christmas presents for my boyfriend Is one of the most impossible things ever Everything I get him He always wants to return Doors are busy. The cashiers are impatient. Christmas shopping is just about the only thing that wrecks the holiday
2: season. Catch this. It's Sports Illustrated's most exciting Christmas gift ever, the football phone. Free with a paid subscription to SI.
0: It's a
3: telephone. Oh, my
0: goodness. It's a telephone inside of a football. Awesome. It's a phone. Oh, cool. I would love something like this. Mom, if you're watching, I would love
1: something like this
2: for Christmas.
1: That's got to be. That guy. You know, are all of these people actually standing in parking lot state? Uh, Stadium parking that, lots Because yeah. some of them I see uh, stadiums behind it. That one guy must uh, th- Yeah I think
3: they all are in stadium parking lots Do
1: you think that this guy's in um, Foxborough he seems to have like A bit of a, a New England accent Here it's
3: somewhere it's somewhere in New England or maybe New York
1: Oh, oh yeah maybe. New
2: York. Oh cool I would love something like this.
3: Mom, if you'll watch, I would love something
2: like this for Christmas. He's looking for the pass. It's a phone call. It looks like a football, but works like a regular phone. <laughs> the football phone plugs into a standard jack and has push-button dialing, one. on-off ringer, mute button, and automatic redial. Hello, Colleen. This is fantastic. I'm at the stadium right now. I have a football phone. That's yeah. Chicago. Uh, this has got to be out of for price range something like this <laughs> and the football phone is, is free. what is your price range? Anyway, it's so cheap it's looking.
0: free free that's even better and i don't have to go shopping for it i hope what do i have to do
2: to get this here's the unbelievable catch the football phone is free if you get sports illustrated at their biggest christmas savings ever a year subscription at almost 65 percent off the cover price you can be billed after the new year or you can use your credit card today
1: so call now
0: so you're crazy nobody cuts prices before christmas i'll buy it for my father my brother and my boyfriend
1: you only pay 99 look at that bernie kosar on the cover of that one
2: the nfl nba and baseball previews the year-end double issue and the 1991 swimsuit
1: issue i think i I had that i think i had an illicit copy of that exactly i should have
0: thought
3: of that a long time ago all i have to do is buy this for all the men in my life and i wouldn't have any problems at all my christmas worries are over but you
1: can't buy one forever oh i guess you get a subscription for every man in your life she's making it sound like she can just go to the football right. store. You can't, old lady. She ordered that for Christmas for me. We'd love to have this for Christmas. So, Mom, if you're watching,
2: please, for once. Don't wait. Call yeah, our number now. Get Sports Illustrated for all your favorite fans at SI's biggest Christmas savings ever. And get the football phone free, plus a gift card.
3: They- get
0: Sports Illustrated for me
2: for Christmas. I want this phone. <laughs>
1: That's the Chicago guy at the end. By the way, they do specifically say the 1991 Sports Illustrated, so I guess that yeah. the caption was correct.
3: There are a couple of things. At one point, he goes, "The unbelievable catch to this offer," which is like that's not what the that's not what catch yeah. means in this context. Secondly, I know there's a version of that that's more salacious about the swimsuit issue. They mention the swimsuit issue, but I feel like maybe. Maybe Could you a be years.
1: remembering an ad that just focused more on the swimsuit issue?
3: I there's definitely an ad where they talk about the, a subscription to SI, and I felt like it had the football phone as one of the one of the perks, but I know that it had as part of the the copy something along the lines of, and don't forget our, and they didn't use the word vaunted because one of their subscribers would know what that word meant, but like <laughs> you know like and don't forget our legendary swimsuit issue or something like that. So anyway, I that's what I was remembering, but yeah, the football phone is hilarious and every every single thing, every single like quote from that is a shit like this. I know
1: that's so good I think we used one early early <laughs> early on of the older woman whos who, who uh, we see in a parking lot now
3: did you ever have a phone in your home that was a novelty phone
1: no I don't think so I I, I wanted one of course um
3: you I wanted this specific thing
1: well I just like things that look like other things I think my sister when she was old enough to get a phone in her room I hope I'm not just like confusing this with something I saw on TV. But Mm -hmm. I think she had one of the clear ones where all of the stuff inside, all the mechanics inside were like really bright fluorescent colors. And it like really popped in that 80s way.
3: That was a very popular 80s novelty phone. I was obsessed. I was around the age when it was like probably this Christmas, you're going to get your own phone, not your own Mm -hmm. phone line. We weren't that fancy. But I was going to be allowed to have a phone in my room that was my personal handset, Mm -hmm. right? which is very exciting and I wanted all I wanted for that phone was this phone I saw in some I don't remember where I saw it some store um, and it was a phone that was shaped like a little grand piano oh, okay. and you picked up the the like the phone cr- the fan, the cradle the handset was set into the, the the back of the piano and then the keys were the numbers
1: oh okay and I
3: was obsessed with that but my parents I think thought it was like trashy or corny or maybe it was just pricey I don't really know Mm -hmm. what their reasoning was but they got me like this much probably much nicer you know um, very like phone that kind of went with the decor in my bedroom was I think it was sort of like a rose-colored phone and it was great to have a phone I'm not complaining but boy I really wanted that piano phone
1: do you know about this great mystery of all of the old 1980s-era Garfield phones that were washing up into a beach <laughs> in a cave in France?
3: I, You know, that rings a faint bell, but I don't know. It, has that mystery been solved?
1: I think so. I just Did it just it, come out of a shipping container? I I think so. I'm doing this on the fly here. This is an article from last year. A 35-year-old, uh, popular mechanics I'm reading from here, 35-year-old Garfield novelty telephone mystery has been solved. I love the photos. That, uh, it's amazing. It's so great. For more than 30 years a lasagna loving cabbie has been washing up on the beaches of northwestern france the novelty telephones in the shape of garfield dating from the 1980s regularly show up as detritus on the shores of Brittany. um and nobody knew where it was coming from i'm just going to skip ahead here for a little bit um but it looks like a storm came decades ago And affected a boat that was trying to deliver these things. And so some just like huge, probably, you know, like you said, crate or um, shipping container of them went overboard somewhere off the coast of France. And they were just washing ashore. I remember when this story came out, it made me want this phone (laughs) so damn bad. Yeah,
3: I I remember the vague outlines of it. It's fantastic.
1: Now, this last thing I'll play for you, I got to say, when I first found it, I was surprised and I thought, oh, I don't remember this one. But then as soon as I started watching it, I felt like I do remember this one from the <laughs> 90s, much like the football phone, but this one seems a little bit newer. This is the Sports Illustrated speaker phone. Or I'm sorry, sneaker phone. Not speaker phone, that's different. That's
3: a thing, but also that's not this. I, I wonder if this thing, if it was happening in the mid 90s, was on the very tail end of anyone giving a good goddamn what it what a landline phone looked like. Oh, that's know? interesting. I like nobody has a novelty phone now because your phone is your computer. Right.
1: But we had landlines for a long time still all through the 90s. And and this yeah, I still Yeah, but I just think, think once
3: cell phones hit, like the idea of a novelty handset began to quickly lose its luster.
1: I did come, again, looking for all these um, commercials. I just came across all these things that didn't fit my uh, brilliant... Um, segment idea but like I found an <laughs> early um, cell phone commercial that's like okay having a phone in your car isn't that big of a deal anymore but now you can take it with you and you see this like 1990's go-go businessman getting out of his car and just taking it's not it's not it's the kind that has a box attached right. to it my dad had one of those things he's carrying around the briefcase like and he's on his boat and even in the commercial he's talking too loud no I'm on a boat <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> which I thought was funny. Um anyway, so this is a Sports Illustrated <laughs> sneaker phone commercial and it seems like just after the other one because that one from 1991, this the fashion still looked like late 80s yes. and this one looks like early 90s and all of these people are in a um like a mall shoe store kind of like a um what is it ref's locker what am i uh, the lo- <laughs> yeah like the the one where they all have to dress up like referees yeah. footlocker footlocker Foot locker. Foot locker. Foot locker. <laughs> um anyway take take a listen to this this is another long one we're
0: here at an athletic shoe store to see people's reactions to this sneaker phone from sports illustrated now the only thing is we're not going to show it to them
1: we're going to let them discover it for themselves come on so there's all these <laughs> shoes on the wall but one
0: of them starts ringing right there? hello <laughs>
2: speakers ringing. (laughs) I've never saw anything like that. Did They all
0: ring. (laughs) This is a phone. Tony, get a load of this. Come here, come here, look at this. I can't believe
1: it. You like that? Yeah. A sneaker phone. That's great. This guy is dressed exactly like George Costanza. He's younger and he has a full set of hair, but he's got George glasses. Wearing and a that windbreaker, yeah, or is it a windbreaker? Yeah, and, a, and a, a just a single color shirt. Sports Illustrated
0: presents the sneaker phone. It's yours free with your paid subscription to SI. Hello, chief. This is Clark. <laughs> Oh honey,
3: honey! Does he mean?
0: You won't believe where I'm calling from. He says, "Hello,
3: chief. This is Clark." Is he trying to do? I think he's trying to. He means Max. I think he's trying to do a bit (laughs) from (laughs) Get Smart, but he's confusing it also with Superman.
1: Also, I believe that those other people were real people in the other one, or at least I didn't think it. The acting is bad, especially that guy right there. He keeps on like kind of mugging at the camera.
0: Yes. (laughs) The Sports Illustrated sneaker phone works just like a regular phone. It has push button <laughs> dialing, mute button, automatic redial, an on off switch, and of course it plugs into a standard jack. This is a sneaker phone? It's <laughs> <laughs> great. You like that? Huh? Yeah, how much? It's free. Free? <laughs> the Sports Illustrated sneaker phone is yours free. Just subscribe to 30 issues of SI for three low monthly installments of only fourteen ninety seven. That's over 45% off the cover
1: price. Oh, if they mention the uh, swimsuit issue in issues. this. 30 issues?
3: How often does Sports Illustrated come out? It's, I thought it was a monthly magazine.
1: No, I always thought of it as weekly, but clearly we're both wrong. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's either... Oh, it might be 30 issues and then could they fill it out with all the special issues? Like the... Swimsuit I'm just trying to figure market.
3: out, like, how long do they have you on the hook with a 30-issue subscription? Yeah, that's
1: interesting. You know, I, that was one of my um, jobs in college, was getting people to re-up their subscriptions. I was a telemarketer. Um, I was going to say, if they mention the swimsuit issue in this one, maybe it, it'll timestamp it again for us. Right. Oh,
0: yeah. So call the toll-free number on the screen now. Of course, the subscription includes the NFL and NBA previews, the year-end double issue, the
1: revealing 1991 swimsuit Oops,
3: issue. There the, they the get a little more. Oh, this the is revealing. 91. revealing.
1: So the, he just said 91. One, so it's They're the same free. exact Between year as the free. other. one It's free. free, free, free. How much time did I spend talking about how the fashion was tiny bit different and this has a different vibe, but it's exactly the same year?
3: Well, it is a different year. I mean, it is the same year, but I do also think it's a different milieu. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you I'm taking French. Yeah. Um, no, I like I do think it's like a different crowd here. It's not as like working class. It's a little bit more like white collar. Hmm. Um. Okay. You have to get the football phone or the sneaker phone. Which one are you getting? No, football phone. Football phone, really?
1: Shoot in my ear. Are you kidding? Oh, yeah, you have a phone. I'm I'm going sneaker. Pull your leg.
0: Really? You heard it here first. Everybody loves the sneaker phone from Sports Illustrated. And so will you. Call now to subscribe to Sports Illustrated at over 45% off the cover price and get the sneaker phone free.
3: Hello? (laughs) That's great. That Uh, last guy was the George Costanza dude. So it's... All the
1: more amazing that we ended up together, I guess, like this whole time I was a football phone person and you were a sneaker phone person.
3: Well, I think it's better that we're different, you know? No, I that's mean, a good you point. You need a salt and a pepper.
1: That's a good point. Otherwise, what would either be a, a family with two of the same phone? Yeah, I'd be, be constantly picking up, you know,
3: your football phone. Like, oh, no, this is Andrew's phone. Right.
1: Or even worse, we'd only have one and we'd be fighting over it all the time. Right. What are you gonna get off the football phone? I, I, need, ra- I need the football phone. I need to call someone. Well, I need to play catch. <laughs> Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words. That's saying. exactly what it sounds like when we argue, by the way.
2: Only <laughs> the
3: echoes of my mind.
1: Oh, I need to play catch.
3: <laughs> Alright,
1: let's watch, the old mailbag.
3: What is in the old mailbag? I, sw- I switched to something else on my screen for a Did second. Did you really? I'm sorry. This is from Listener Chris. Okay. I, I found it. Um, listener Chris writes on Facebook, do you ever find yourself, this is the thing that really like spoke to you. Mm-hmm. Do you ever find yourself shouting back at the TV during the same commercial every time you see it? Um, and he raised the question, he raised the, the, the example of the, um, safe drivers save forty percent. Ads with yeah, Dennis we've Hayesberg. talked and about we've, that. we yeah. talked about that. Like that's the that's the guy who says yeah. safe drivers save forty no, percent. Nobody that's thinks the that. president from Twenty Four, or I think he's also in another show that people are watching. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that's what you know him from, not this insurance. Company. You know what I
1: learned from one of our ad counselors? I think our buddy Mike posted this on the um, on the Facebook uh, page. That uh, Dennis Haysbert is also the guy who's in um, Major League. You know the movie Major League sure. about like, the terrible Cleveland Indians team? Yeah, uh, Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Sheen's in it. And Haysbert, I believe, is the guy who believes in voodoo. Or I may be confusing him with somebody else in Boy, there. Boy, is
3: that him? I've seen that movie, I mean, recently enough that I I remember that character, certainly. Um, Let
1: me look it up. Yeah, just look that preview. up, and I'll, you, you, I'll you vamp sh- over here. Soldier ahead.
3: So um, I agree with you, Chris, and I think we've said that we think that the idea that, um, say, that the the slogan for whatever, I can't even remember what commercial that is, like which insurance company it is. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, It's one of the three. It's either
1: Verizon, AT&T, or Sprint.
3: He is the Allstate guy. Um, But this one, um, this new one that has him saying this is also uh, having us say, uh, get angry. And this is for AT&T. and it's the one where their their, their spokeswoman uh, who's been their spokeswoman for a long time and 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 i generally like
1: milena um uh i just i was so proud of Scroll myself. cuz i i had um i had her in uh Milana vaintrub right. is her Malena, name Malena and we were talking Vayntrub. about her on the show the other day
3: she's terrific she's great this isn't her fault um but she's alone in an AT&T store you know with all the you know phones on the wall and everything and she's pushing through the store this like Big three-dimensional sort of like marketing thing that just says 5G. Like it's a like big a, display. Like a big display. And I got to tell you something about these kinds of displays. They are never really that heavy. They're usually like just a facade because they need people who are like, who can set them up anywhere. So they wouldn't typically be that heavy. But anyway, she's she's sort of hauling this thing through the store and it's very heavy when a guy from outside, I believe wearing a mask. He so is. it's definitely yep. COVID times kind of calls into her through the window.
1: That's right. It definitely, this is a commercial that feels like they don't explicitly ever say COVID. It's not like during these trying times, but it's so clearly. Yeah,
3: it could only be about COVID. Right, he's
1: wearing a mask and they're socially distant. He's on the other side of the glass. She's inside the store.
3: Can't wait to tell everyone about AT&T's big
0: 5G news.
1: AT&T has nationwide 5G? Yep and that's faster faster yeah but is it reliable Uh uh-huh and secure you should consider making a big deal about it bigger i said bigger oh big bigger deal then balloons balloons it's not complicated
2: a 5g network
3: needs a 5g that is like an earworm
1: for me by the way yeah like i go around saying bit bigger bigger than what i'm doing
3: there's something so irritating about this commercial and as as chris aptly notes He didn't, she said, the line she says, she said, oh, bigger, question mark. And the guy through the window says, I said bigger. Right. He didn't even say bigger. He didn't.
1: He said big. And secondly, and this is an editing problem. I'm sure like they did a zillion, zillion, zillion lines. But she says, oh, bigger. And he said, I said bigger. And I know they're supposed to be miscommunicating, but that doesn't even really
3: make sense. No, it's just, it's a real, uh just mess.
1: Clusterfuck comes to mind. Yeah, it's a real clusterfuck. I don't like it because I really like her. By the way, Luke and I were talking about this commercial on the show, too. Don't be mad. Um, Well, I didn't know that Chris was going to write in about it, but we were just talking about commercials that irritate, and after we got done talking about the um, Patrick Stewart one, I brought up this one because of this exact issue that Chris was pointing Did you also talk about my childhood
3: adventures and wanting a phone?
1: I did, but that was a few weeks ago. People (laughs) won't remember. Um, But one thing that I didn't know is... This um, this actress whose name I didn't even know until we did a show about commercial
3: crushes. Yeah, do you remember that? Yeah, Sure, of course I did. Um,
1: and a bunch of guys wrote in. I mean, not creepy. These were our listeners, but they said, "Oh yeah, I have a big crush on the AT and T woman. Her name is uh, Vaintrub, right? Well, do I've Melana right? Vaintrub? Yeah. Melana Vaintrub." And then. I think we even talked about this on the show. I did a little bit of research. I can't remember exactly she's where her family was. from. Person, she's kind of an extraordinary person. She runs in comedy circles that we really respect. I watched some of her other, like, kind of other works, some some collaboration things she had done. I think she had a little uh, web video series that was. And you know, I, I I really quickly understood why she's so crushable. She's beautiful. She's funny, um, and she's an activist for human rights. I believe that's what I remember um, too.
3: For, for I think she comes from a, a country where there's like um, some human rights. Issues happening,
1: right? But what what Luke mentioned was that she not was in this the news one. about a another month. one. She was uh, in the news about a month ago, like outwardly saying, "Please stop harassing me." Like basically <gasps> because she's so kind oh. of beloved, like of course everybody's creep. So she says uh, she's like, "I'm feeling like a this is why like, we
3: can't have nice things." Exactly.
1: And I, I really um, that I haven't got, Well, I read one article about it today um, because I was thinking about it when we we're talking about this, but. It, that really bums me out Because like You know I think about like There is It's okay I think To have innocent crushes On people in commercials We did a whole show on it You know Like once yeah. I did this reading on her I was like Oh I understand why she's crushable I have a little bit of a crush on On Flow, But that's um, not what she's talking about yeah, I'm sure. yeah But then of course Because She didn't mention our podcast Did she That would be great Get those (laughs) advertisers You've been wanting Um, No But like It's just kind of It bums you out Maybe it bums me out I mean it should bum everybody out And it's gross And it's terrible But maybe as a guy You're just kind of like
3: Because you're like Not all men (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, But it just reminds you, just like, ugh, because everybody has access now. And people I don't know if people were Photoshopping disgusting stuff with her or just I don't know if there were leaks. I don't know the details of what was going on. But it's, like, really disgusting. And, like, people are terrible. And then with the technology that everybody has now, it's just making it worse. And it really bums me out as somebody who just seems so likable. And yeah. maybe I also wanted to say that because I sort of feel bad. I hate this commercial so much, but it's completely not her fault. I think she's a funny, a, a funny comedian. And a funny actor. I just think that um, this was produced poorly, written poorly, and I'm sure edited poorly. Yeah, I
3: think it's it's just, it's not even, it's not so bad, except that it's in such heavy rotation that its badness is magnified. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but again, not true. Not Milana Vaintreb's fault.
1: It could easily have just slipped into the background, except it's just like all over the things that we watch.
3: All right, I've got one more piece of uh, listener feedback, and then we can get out of here. This is from listener Corinne. Um, who was really put off by an ad for Zaxby's, which is not a restaurant that I've ever gone to. But it seems like it's sort of a um, like kind of a fast, casual burgers, fries kind of place. Okay. You know, um, so I'm, I'm not familiar with them. I'm not sure if they're like a regional thing, um, but they are doing a campaign um, based around the idea of one of their favorite one of their uh, a meal that they've promoted before being back. Okay. So, why don't you why don't you play this and I'll read Corinne's comment. This okay. Is, so this opens with a cute a picture of a cute dog in a little sweater, and his name is Baxter.
1: okay. I'm really hungry right now. This is going to Oh, this is going to make
3: you super hungry. Uh, yes. This
1: is Baxter. And this is Baxter. The
2: Sensations oh. salad and filet sandwich meal are back at Zaxby's. Two harmonious blends of Asian flavor and Southern charm. Both served with an egg roll, only at Zaxby's. Order ahead,
1: drive through, or get it delivered. Okay, that kind that made me chuckle, and it kind of charmed me a little bit at the top.
3: Well, Corinne does not agree. Corinne says, "So let me get this straight. In order to build an ad campaign, all I have to do is present a character, assign them a name, then add a terrible pun that is also a non sequitur. Okay, here I go. This is Bill. Want to save money on your cable bill? Boom. I'm an ad executive. I'm so mad.
1: <laughs> you're a you're a madman. Um, that's what we call people on Madison Avenue, right? Yeah. yeah. My brain is really broken. <laughs> um, it sounded so wrong as I said that, but anyway, um, that. But actually." I could oh, see, but
3: Cor- actually, I, I could oh, see- what did you? But actually, Corinne, <laughs> I,
1: was say, I could see Cur- the example Corinne gave. I could see
3: that. That's exactly my thought, Corinne. I actually think your idea is good, <laughs> yeah. and you should be proud of it and not angry. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, Zaxby's is getting a ton of mileage out of that footage and that the the back half, or really the back, you know. 30 seconds of that commercial yeah. because what they're doing is setting it up with a bunch of other little puns. So it's sort of part of a, a campaign. So why don't you play this one?
1: Oh, okay. There's only one pun in that one. Yes. But... It's
3: Baxter. This is now we're back, sir. Now, this, okay. this one opens with a picture of um, a. Deer with antlers.
1: Okay, a male deer. Here we go. This is Buck.
3: And this is Buck.
1: The sensation filet sandwich meal is back at Zack's. And <laughs> the more Our they do it, like Asian adding favorites. layers to it makes me like yeah. it even more. Now, did, um, did Corinne send you these other examples or did you go rooting around? I for found
3: them because they were suggested to me after I watched the first one. So
1: there is a chance that number one, Corinne's only seeing one of these, yeah, very and possible. it might be kind of like that AT and commercial. She might just be seeing it in so much rotation that, like the first time, you don't really notice it, or maybe you even anything maybe can drive you crazy, and then it's just driving her crazy. Is there another version? There's one more. Yeah. What is this one?
3: Why don't you play it?
1: Okay. Oh, <laughs> there's a picture of J. S. Bach. <laughs> this is Bach. And this is back. <laughs> this I'm
3: sorry. The, the, the more I the more I like it. I just love get the economy in, that they of, that yes. they have uh, developed here. With like, they they did their their like all their beauty shots of their food, and they uh-huh. shot that, and they got that already. And then they were just like, all we need is like a zippy little opening, like a little punny opening to get us to it's back. Yes, you I'm know? trying. I'm so, so. I kind of appreciate it.
1: Bad at thinking on my feet here, but um, could we come up with one?
3: Uh, what about Zach Braff? This is Braff. <laughs> I don't know. That, was just, that was the first one no, that came to actually, mind.
1: That's really better. I was trying to think of anything rhymed with returns. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? I wasn't really coming up with anything.
3: <laughs> well, anyway, thank you for bringing that to my attention, Corinne. Because now I want to eat at Zaxby's.
1: I really do. I am super hungry right now. Do we have any Zaxby's around here? You can't sell anything. Corinne is down south. She's in the southeast of the country somewhere. I can't remember exactly where. I met her in Florida when we were doing a live show in Florida one time. I'm
3: also from that part of the world.
1: Yeah, she might even be from Georgia. Anyway, that's not what we're supposed to do here. We're supposed to close out the show here. Um, How can people get at us?
3: They can visit us at the Facebook group if you're not a member. Just apply. It's a very simple process. You apply and I approve you.
1: Can I um, Can I actually rephrase that for a second? I'm going to toss it to you again. You can repeat all of that, okay? We're okay. In the recent here. This is Atticus. How can people get at us?
3: <laughs> That's terrible. No,
1: not good? Okay. I'm sorry. Um,
3: you can get at us at uh, email. We have one of those. It goes like this. After we have an the, email? We have an email. Wait, but it looks like a football. <laughs> Uh, you can reach us at our football email and it is after these messages show at Gmail. You can call us on our football phone or our sneaker phone at 607 444 5597 Okay, let's go make some calls and play catch.
1: Oh, dip is Heems once again back again with the caravan of man says from Pakistan. Karachi posse, Zaski's poppy. Uh Red octagons Guns couldn't stop me. I burn headband, my eyes all droop.